0: What is up, people? Welcome back to another episode of After Hours. I'm coming at you bright and early this morning. It's 8am. Here I am, already not turning off my notification ringer bell on my phone. So there it is, turned off. Yeah, I've got some um, fun things to talk about this week. Last week's was like 40 minutes long, so we're going to try to not do that again. Because that's a long term that's a very long time and we just don't need to do all that um yeah I really am like right now just craving I know this is just a weird place to start but I want like orange juice not just any orange juice not just some regular old Tropicana I want some fresh squeezed Mexico orange juice bad real bad. I want that real bad. It is so delicious. When I was in Mexico, I had it every single day and they make their mimosas with it. It is splendid. Absolutely splendid. I can't think of anything better. And speaking of juice, I realize I've been forgetting to do my Spanish word of the episode, so I'm doing it right now. The Spanish word of the day is juice because I'm speaking of juice. And in Spanish, that is Hugo. J u g o. But yeah, if you ever need to say juice in Spanish, there you go. It's Hugo. Juego means something else, so don't say that. And huevo means something else as well, so don't say that. <laughs> Pretty much, just oh, if you if you really want to learn Spanish, download Duolingo. I've been using it religiously. I have a fifteen day streak, and it is treating me so well. Like, I didn't expect it to, like, brush up on my, that's not what I want to say, but brush up on my skills, I guess. It's really just helping me remember a lot of things that I would have forgotten otherwise. So, in a previous, oh my gosh, let me just, I was going to get into something, but I got way ahead of myself. So, a recap of my week. I'm only gonna, like, my week was kind of uneventful, except for one thing. So, I don't know what day this was. Um, what day is it even today? Today's Monday. Yeah, I honestly am gonna be completely honest. I have no idea what day this happened. But it was, like, 6 p.m., I'd say. I'm sitting in my room, just, like, I was doing some eyeshadow because I was really bored, so I figured I would do some makeup just to be fun. And all of a sudden, I hear my niece start screaming at the top of her lungs. Bloody murder. And she's definitely, like, the type of kid to overreact, so I just thought it was nothing at first. But then she, I hear her run, like, down the hallway right to outside of my room, and my room and my sister's room are right across from each other. So then I hear my sister scream as well, and then I'm like, okay something's wrong. My sister also does really overreact. She really just does. So I walk out um, and they're both running down the hallway. I'm like, hey, what happened? They don't tell me, hey, what happened? Like, not, no one's giving me anything. They're both just yelling. And I'm like, dude, someone let me know what happened. Someone let me know what happened. And I've just followed them into the bathroom. There's blood everywhere. I'm like, oh. Annette, my sister, is instantly like, I have to call the ambulance. I'm like, huh? For, like, that's not you. the first thing you do. So I'm expecting her finger to be, like, cut off or something. It was pretty close to it. <laughs> Sh- I, look, so let's, let me help you imagine this. It's her left hand. The base of her thumb, right where your thumb and your palm meet, was a clean slice, and we, she started running it underwater, I'm like, put it underwater, you need to clean it out, we don't know what happened yet. Um, my niece said that the bunny did it, Luna, which honestly wasn't like I believed it, because that rabbit's back feet, dude, I can't even explain to you probably stronger than the bite force of a great white shark. Honestly, it's wild. She sliced this all open a few times, but like, it wouldn't have surprised me if my niece was holding her. She got her back foot up under her and just went and jumped and it sliced her thumb open. Um, so we are like, okay, Running it underwater, running it underwater, and it's still bleeding, and this is one, and that's like, I have to call the ambulance. I'm like, no, you don't, you have to stop the bleeding. So, I wet a rag and put a rag over it to, like, you put pressure on something when it's bleeding to stop the bleeding. And we looked at it before, and I was just trying to be optimistic. I always, like, I knew she needed stitches, but I was just, like, trying to be optimistic. Let's have, let's have some positivity. Even though I could see the white in her hand. Um, so yeah, <laughs> <clears throat> that happens, I call my mom, my mom was a nurse, so I'm like, I just would like my mom to be here, because I am so sick of dealing with these situations, because my sister just doesn't really know what to do, so I'm sitting in the bathroom with Lex, I call my mom, by the way, she doesn't answer the phone, Oh, cute, I call my grandmother then, because I'm like, I don't know what to do either, like, if she does need stitches, I don't know what to do right now. So, my mammal comes. She was, like, five minutes away. And then my mom gets there not long after. And I'm, like, just sitting there holding pressure on it because she's really freaking out. It's bleeding a lot. But I'll get to that later. Um, And we take the rag off t- for my mom and my mammal to look at it. Still bleeding a lot. And it's deep. <laughs> like, we need to take her. So, we try to take her to her family doctor which because apparently they did stitches I did not know that but that was like a relief because it's like okay we don't have to go to the hospital there's a pandemic I don't want to go to the hospital so we're it takes us a while because her appointment's not until like 30 minutes later so we get to the her doctors and They go in- my sister and her go inside. Only one person can go in. My mom and I are sitting out in the car. And we get a call from my sister asking my mom to go in to help them. Because my niece is freaking out. Understandably so. She freaks out over a lot of things. And this is, like, definitely very scary. I've never even had stitches, so I was kind of worried anyways. And then my mom comes out, like- Mm, we were there for probably 45 minutes I honestly don't know my the concept of time for me doesn't really work in the in that time I had to pee in a sour cream container because I had to pee so bad and I couldn't go in anywhere I didn't have a mask so I just peed in and then emptied it in the parking lot so sorry about that but my mom stumbles out she's like stumbling I'm like what She's like holding on to the hood of her car, like about to pass out. And my mom never acts like this. Like I said, she was a nurse, blood doesn't bother her. Bro, she was like, it's so bad. It's, it was crazy. So she said that when they took off the rag to look at it, like I guess from her freaking out so much, it caused it to literally spew up in the air. Like it hit my sister in the face with blood. And Lex was freaking out. Lex is my niece's name. I don't know if I said that yet. Um, yeah, just blood everywhere. So they were like, okay, we're calling an ambulance because we think this hit an artery and we think you need surgery. And that made my mom almost pass out because it's just like a little nine-year-old girl crying really bad. You don't want to see her go through that. It was really hard. So what was I saying? They call the ambulance. I'm like, okay, I don't want to go just sit in the car at the hospital and have to pee in this bucket again. Cause I knew I wouldn't be able to go into the hospital either. And I would just have to sit in the car. So I call Chase. He comes to pick me up. He gets out in perfect timing And I give Lex a hug because I just felt so bad for this little sweetie pie. I was so nervous that she would have to get surgery. Um, And then I went back to the house and they went to the hospital. My sister rode in the ambulance with Lex and then my mom drove separately and my grandmother went with my mom. I don't know why. So, speaking of my mammal, she's calling me. I'll be back in a second. Anyways, I just got off the phone with my mammal. Apparently my mom hit a deer. But she's a big van, so I think everything was fine. Where was I at in this story? Alright, so I go home because my mom's like, I need you to clean up all the blood. So I'm like, okay. Um, I get home, Chase takes me home. He is so kind to help me out. I get some spray and wash, and I think I started in the bathroom. Thankfully, Annette my sister had already like rinsed out the sink that's where most of the blood was it was like covered but on the carpet um from the bathroom all the way back it's a very long haul all the way back to our rooms it was a trail of blood so I'm going spraying 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 and I'm even like geez this is a lot of blood until I get into her playroom and mind you up until now we still are thinking the bunny did this I'm cleaning her playroom. I knew it had a lot of blood on it. Like, I knew the curtain had blood. But I did not realize how much blood there was. So, I start cleaning. And I'm like, holy shit. There's blood all over the floor. Like, it was ridiculous. And then I look all over the curtain. (laughs) Like, high up. And then all over the wall. I take the curtains off, spray on. And as I'm, like, walking out into the hallway, I turn around and I look. And I see that one part of the window is, like, like it looked reflective. So, I look closer. That part of the window is out and there's blood all over it. I put two and two together. She put her hand through the window. So, that's my side of the story. I cleaned up all the blood. It was a lot. And then, um, I texted my mom and I said sent her a picture, and I was like, just letting you know, I don't think it's the rabbit. Yeah, so I sent her the text, um, and she then let me know that Lex did, like, come out and say, it wasn't the bunny, like, I was trying to put the window up, she was trying to put her window up in her playroom, and she was pressing her hands on the glass, like, pushing up, and her hand went straight through it, and with the motion of, like, her trying to push up at the same time, It sliced her hand right on open. Sliced her hand right on open. I don't know why I feel the need to sing everything. Um, But yeah, she ended up getting, I think, four or five stitches. My sister said she did great. Apparently, she didn't even cry during the numbing part or when she was getting the actual stitches. But yeah, she's recovering fine. She'll be fine. It was just like one hell of a story that's for sure. Then another thing that happened this week Chase and I were meeting up to carpool at a grocery store and there was a state farm across the road you know like a good neighbor state farm is there yeah right. So I, we're sitting there and as I, I see this lady walk outside and she's holding something and put something in the ground. Why look sorry my kitten keeps making noises so I just had to go remove her from my room anyways I look and she's putting a blue lives matter flag into the ground so I'm sitting there and I'm like that's not being a very good neighbor like a good neighbor you're not being a good neighbor you're being racist um anyway so I yell black lives matter out the window and she's like looking around like double backing I don't know what you call that taking a double take (laughs) She knew. Like, she just knew. So, I'm like, yeah, bitch, Black Lives Matter. And we come back, and the flag is gone. And I'm like, that is what I like to see. That is what I like to see. I don't know if she realized that she was being racist, or she realized that it's probably not good for business. But either way, it's still a win. I'm hoping that she realized she was being racist, and that you can... It is okay to change your mind when you're presented with new information. I feel like people are too prideful for that, but it is okay. Change your mind. Once you learn things, that is admirable. Admirable. Admiral? Oh my god. But yeah, um, that's a lesson to take away today that about anything, you don't know everything. No one knows everything about every single topic. Someone is always a teacher, and you're supposed to change your mind once you're presented with new information. You're supposed to. Put your pride to the side and grow. Change your mindset. That's the only way you'll get places in life, people. Allow yourself to adapt to when you're presented with new knowledge. Mm -hmm. I want to tell some work stories. I told school stories a few episodes ago. And the other day I was just sitting, just sitting, you know how you do. You know how you do, just sit around. And I was thinking of some work stories that I have. I probably have a thousand. I just don't, like, I just didn't think of that many. So here's some that I do have. I don't know if I should start with the best one or the worst one. And the the best one is also the worst one because it's just, like, a gem of a story, but it was so awful. I'll just start with in the middle. So, <coughs> excuse me. I've had a lot of jobs because I'm just the type of person where if I don't like it, I'm not working there. Sorry, I'm not going to be unhappy for a minimum wage job. Um, so, this job was Olive Garden. I was a waitress and I was serving. It was like nighttime. It was about to... We were about to close. It was like my last table. And this family was very strange. It was a mom, a dad, and their son. The dad, like... Was, what did he do? So I went out, I took their salads out, and he's like, I really love your earrings. Like, I love them so much. He was just being so weird, bro. So then at the end, just like after a bunch of weird things, at the end when they were, we had like these Ziosk things where you could order drinks and desserts and play games on it, and also like you signed and paid on it and he was like, watch my signature, and he signed, like, the anarchy symbol, and I had no idea what that meant at the time, but I knew it was, like, I was scared, and I, like, watched him, and then he, he, like, looked at me and gave me a really strange look, and I was, like, I'm leaving. I was so scared, bro. I thought he was gonna, like, be waiting for me at my car, and it was just so weird because I felt so strange that night, like so out of it. I don't know. Like I don't know how to explain it. I felt like I just took Nyquil. Almost. Like so out of it. And then I started freaking out like did he drug me? (laughs) Um, but yeah, it ended up being fine. I think he was just a strange guy. The next one I worked at a retirement home as a waitress also <laughs> And um there was this family that would always come in. I couldn't make tips there because apparently people could try to say that I was like coercing the old people into making me give into making them give me money. I'm like, I don't understand, but whatever. So I had like a huge table. I think it was like twenty people and they were all asses like they sucked and I was just so frustrated with them they were making me do so much mind you I still had other tables and I went back so frustrated and my one friend that I worked with was like spill something on him and I'm like yeah right I go out (laughs) And I'm handing out salads, and the way the salads worked there was, it was just a salad plate with a dressing cup on the side. Handing out salads, handing out salads, I get to the last guy. This guy was so rude to me. And I'm handing a salad, and the dressing cup slides right off the plate, and right into his lap. And I'm just there like... <laughs> I'm so sorry. And I went back and Bob, Bob, the guy who told me to spill it on them, was like, bro, I didn't mean actually. And I'm like, I know Robert. I didn't actually try to, but it was kind of perfect. But it made me laugh for so long because I'm like, this is karma. And it's also just so funny because we just talked about that. Obviously, I wouldn't try to spill it on and That's my job. I'd get fired. But it was still so funny nonetheless. And the other story I have from there, this isn't that funny, it's just kind of like, ugh. I was serving again, serving, it was a Sunday, I know this, serving at a top table, and one of the old men there, I used to have really long hair, like down to my butt crack, and I had it braided when I would work, and he was like, did you braid that yourself, and I'm like, yep. And he was like, oh, long hair, better for your husband to pull you around with. I was like, mm, no, I'm 16. <laughs> nope, 16. Like, what? You can't say that to me. First of all, no man is ever pulling me around. I do not think so. Second of all, I'm a child, so um, you can go to jail. But it was just so, I just felt like, ugh. Old men really just think they have access to whatever they want. I'm like, shut your mouth. And then this one is the grand, the, the something, the grand, the grand, what's that thing called in baseball? Grand Slam? I don't know baseball. This is a good, this is the best story, I think. So this is my first job. I'm working at an ice cream shop, (laughs) okay? I'm going to like... So at this place, there would be two people working. One would be in the first window taking orders and having people pay. The other would be making the ice cream and then handing it out to people. So I was doing that job. And I, my manager who I was working with was like, when this, when you call up this Sunday, just like, just look at the person. I'm like, all right. So I call out this Sunday, right? (laughs) This guy gets up. I'm like, oh no. He's walking towards me, bro. He has cargo shorts on, the zippers down, and he's got no undies on. No, No underpants. And his penis is just out. And I'm like, taken aback. Like, I was a virgin then. I was young, you know? I didn't want to see your penis. Even if I wasn't, like, wasn't so young and innocent, I still didn't want to see your penis. Even now, I still don't want to see it. Um, and I'm just like, bro, how do you not feel that? Like, can you not feel the wind on your dick? You know? The man turns around, goes back to his table. He has a whole family with him, his wife and three ch- three children, and they didn't say a single thing, so they had more food, they had more ice cream to get, and he comes back up again, I said that right in front of the window, and I shut it, I'm like, I'm not seeing your penis one more time, it was awful, I don't want to see it, I did not want to see that, at all, but yeah, it was a funny story to tell, um, what was I just thinking oh my god I saw that there's a movie coming out called Karen and I don't remember the name of the actress actress that's leading it but she's in um what's it called Orange is the New Black and she was also racist there in that um show but the movie's about like a white woman a white Karen just being racist and I'm like bro what And it's just gross to me how Hollywood will always make movies off of, like, around, around black pain, you know? Like, we don't, we, this is normal life, this is everyday, we don't need a movie on this. Like, it's not far-fetched, this is happening. We don't need a movie on this where the, the racist is the main character and you're just, like, the side stories is the black people in pain. No. I just saw that and it frustrated me because it's just like we don't need more black pain movies we need more movies of black people loving their life and black people finding success and finding love and finding happiness and overcoming the absolute inequalities and bullshit of the system you know like we we don't i don't know i can't imagine just like growing up as a black child and all these movies you see with Disney princesses are all white and then all the movies you see of black people are just their pain like what Ugh. (laughs) I'm gonna go ahead and get ready to wrap this up but I would just like to say quickly um to listen to what black women have to say because Megan Thee Stallion recently came out and said that Tori Lanes did indeed shoot her, and she waited to say this because she was honestly trying to protect him. She protected him from the cops. She didn't let him know. She didn't rat him out to the cops because she knew that, that would get them shot. And just think about this. Think about you just being shot by a person as you're trying to get out of the car, and the people who are supposed to protect you, the people who sign an oath to serve and protect you, show up, and you have to lie about it. You have to protect the person that just... Shot you in order for you all to not get shot just because you're black people and there's there's a gun in the car. They, they can't help you because they're too busy profiling everyone. You know? It's just like, we have to do better. No one deserves to be shot and then can't even ask for help from the people that are supposed to help because those people are too racist to even understand that. Like, you took uh an oath to serve and protect and you're just blatantly not doing it i am just convinced at this point people just become cops because they have anger issues and they know they can take it out on whoever they want with qualified immunity and we have to change that um yeah so there's my last song of the episode but yeah do your part if you see a black person being profiled or harassed by a cop or for en- from anyone for that matter stand up for them As a white person, place yourself in between the two of them. We have to do better to help our brothers and sisters out here. We're all, we really are all in this together, and this is a white person's problem to fix because we created it. We can't expect black people to fix this problem that we created, and we are still creating for them. So it's our problem to fix people. And on that note, I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you go. I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope you are having a great start to your Virgo season. I hope you cleaned your room. I hope you cleanse your crystals. And I just hope everything's going well for you. I will talk to you guys next Wednesday, 7 a.m., bright and early. See you then. Peace out.